sit down and buckle up. It's time for Track Talk with Bryce Sparling and Matt Ridgeway. Lights out and away we go with another fantastic edition of TM5's Track Talk. I am Bryce Sparling. Here with me, as always, is my co-driver, Mr. Matt Ridgway. Matt, how you doing tonight, man? Thanks, Bryce. I'm glad to be back. We're uh, we're back to watching the Braves like our normal deal, so all's right in the world. Um, ready to do this with you. Should be a sh- pretty short episode, I think, unless we go on a tangent, which we've been known to do. Yeah, I don't think I have any tangents ready yet, but we do kind of flow into tangents as the podcast goes on sometimes. That is very, very true. Um, yeah, like, like Matt said, you know, uh, IndyCar wrapped up their season last week, you know, had life stuff get in the way of, uh, of TM5's track talks last week, so we didn't get to go over it. But yeah, IndyCar wrapped up their championship. Will Power uh, was the championship, or your champion. Decent last race I, I wouldn't say it was terribly drama filled it was okay um it, it wasn't nearly close to as good as last year's final for f1 um where i, I forget what track that was in um but it was circuit. yeah yes marina yeah the yes marina um but it, it was fine it was it was a fine race it was a competitive race loved it for will power man he uh becomes a two-time champion so congratulations to will power uh, in F1, there was no F1 last week. There's no F1 this week. We have to wait a, another week until they get to... Where are they going next? Russia. But Russia's obviously scratched. Uh, yeah. Singapore? You that sounds right in might my head. be correct. Yes, I, I believe, I believe it will... That. I'm pulling that straight out of thin air. So. Bingo. Dude, you nailed it. Singapore? Nailed it? Yeah. When you're good, you're good. Singapore, then Japan. So, um, yeah, so back to back, I, I, Singapore is fine. Um, it's a fine track. I love Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Singapore, like it's a street circuit at night. It's all lit up. It's really cool to watch. I mean, the racing is average at best, but you know what? It's a, it's cool. It's a nice spectacle. They do, they do a job, good job putting the event on. And then, and then after that we get Suzuka, which is probably in my top eight or 10 favorite tracks. Yeah, like in the world, one of the top 10 tracks. What you drinking tonight, Bryce? I am drinking a Sam Adams Oktoberfest, man. It is one of my favorite. Oh, my God. Also with the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Cheers for the matching beers. This it is, is it is. This is our white girl, basic white girl beer. For, yes. They're, they're drinking their pumpkin spice lattes, and we have Oktoberfest Sam Adams. It is Oktoberfest. I'm not ashamed. No, no, not at all. I go and buy the last time. So last year when Oktoberfest was about to go out of stock or whatever, I had Emily go in and buy six cases of Oktoberfest and Sam's. And she comes out with a grocery cart full, just tuning along over to our Durango full of Oktoberfest. And I'm like, I got no shame, man. I love this beer. And you only get to drink it like two months out of the year. So I load up on it when it's out. I think that's what turns me on most about this beer is that the exclusivity of it because I will burn myself out on this. Like, in three weeks, I will want nothing. By the time Halloween gets here, I will want nothing to do with an Oktoberfest <laughs> beer. But 
when it turns about September 15th or so, and I see those orange boxes right at the entrance of any grocery store, I might, I just start salivating. And uh, so, yeah, I, I just this last Friday picked up a pack and carrying on with that. G- great choice in beer. I know it's we're, the best, uh, we're not dude. sponsored, but we should be. If you're Sam if Adams. You, if, if you want to sponsor a Sam Adams, you know, you want to yeah. get some, you want to get some sponsorship. I know they're, you know, thinking of that vein, is is alcohol out of NASCAR mostly? I'm trying to think of like cars that are sponsored by alcohols now. Don't they? They have like Crown Royal. Doesn't doesn't Crown Royal still sponsor a car every now and then? Don't they have a special livery? Really? Is 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 alcohol completely out of NASCAR? Nope. Uh-huh. I'm waiting for you to get here. I'm waiting for you to come around. Think about I, this. Flesh it I, out. Think this through, Bryce. I I'm Which- I'm trying. One of my cars, my entire team is funded by an alcohol brand. Oh my God! Who? I'm not now. I'm, it's not a. Oh man, I'm having a massive, <laughs> massive brain fart. Holy smokes! Who is it? Anheuser Busch, and the Bush beer brand. Oh, oh, a massive, massive, massive partner in not just Stewart Hot Race. Not it's the number one income source of SHR. But it's also a premier partner of the NASCAR Cup Series. Instead of having like the Nextel Cup Series or the Sprint Cup Series or the Winston Cup Series or the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series, that was way too long to say. (laughs) They they made the right decision by changing it to just Cup Series, and they have premier partners, which just opens it up to like whoever contributes the most money. So premier partners of NASCAR are Bush Beer, Coca Cola. Xfinity Internet and Geico. That's the four, and like that. So they have the most brand representation at every track. But I believe, I uh, see Xfinity doesn't sponsor a car because they have the Xfinity series. Geico yep. doesn't sponsor a car. They left sponsorship sponsoring a car to be a premier partner. Coca-Cola has a one-off race um, every once in a while. They have the Coca-Cola Family. So yeah, Bush is the only premier partner in NASCAR that actually sponsors a car full time, um, and they do a phenomenal job. And so they have awesome commercials. See, yes, they do. You won't see uh, a a competing Anheuser Busch brand on track. That's one of their things. Is is Anheuser Busch does not want their brands competing. Uh, so that's why Budweiser, Kevin Harvick had the Budweiser car a couple of years ago, and it was replaced with Bush. That was an Anheuser-Busch directive decision uh, to try to boost the sales of Bush um, as a brand because Budweiser is kind of iconic. They don't really have to advertise. They they have one Super Bowl commercial a year with some Clydesdale, and they're that's all the advertising they need. Yeah, those um, Germans, those Germans really know how to advertise. Um, but yeah, so the Bush brand is the Anheuser-Busch present in NASCAR, so you won't see Bud Light or Budweiser or anything because it's all Bush. Uh, the only other one that I can think of is uh, Miller Coors, who is present, still has a partnership with Team Penske, and it used to be, obviously, back to Rusty Wallace, the Miller High Life car. Yeah, I yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, so Miller, I want to say a year or two ago, um, and, um, Miller Coors pulled the Miller brand in favor of Keystone Light. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, 
And I, I think their goal was to do kind of the same thing that Anheuser-Busch did by pulling Budweiser, an iconic brand, and putting it in with Bush, hoping that it would boost Bush sales. And it did. Like, Bush sales, since they came into NASCAR, have, I mean, blown through the ceiling. Uh, it's ridiculous. So I think Miller Coors thought they could do the same thing with Keystone Light. Uh, but I'm not sure how that's going for it doesn't help that they sponsor one race a year either. Like, literally, they're on Austin Cendrick's car, which, like, I'm sorry, but who cares about Austin Cendrick at this point? I mean, he has a, a mild fan base. Sure, every driver, you can find drivers of freaking every, every, I mean, I'm sorry, fans of every driver. But, yeah, I, the Keystone Light is the only other, every once in a while, the... Jack Daniels will show up on an RCR card. That's that's not a full season sponsorship, but it it's like a one off deal. And besides those three, I can't I can't think of any. Does does Crown Crown Royal doesn't do anything like run off or anything anymore? I haven't seen Crown Royal in years. Wow. Okay. I remember mm-hmm. they used to have that they had a kind of Crown Apple car way way back when. But yeah, I don't. You know, we we started the podcast saying we weren't going to go off on any tangents and. We started the podcast podcast off on a tangent, which is appropriate, honestly, for this podcast. Is to start it off on a tangent when we said we weren't going to have any tangents. Talking about paint schemes, we can just go forever. So yeah, paint schemes, liveries, everything like that. Let's hit up the truck series first. Uh, everybody right. was at Bristol this weekend. Trucks, Xfinity, and the Cup Series all at Bristol. Uh, the, the truck series is pretty good. Uh, Ty Majeski. Um, who is, I believe, Hispanic, of, of Hispanic descent. Ty Majeski won the race this weekend at Bristol in the Truck Series, uh, earns a spot in Phoenix. Uh, that was Majeski's first win ever in trucks, came at a good time. Uh, uh, man, just, I mean, just you just look at the top 10, top 15. It's just all Toyotas, man. Those Toyota trucks, we, we've said it all year. They're just so strong. Yeah, most of the field is Toyota. They're the dominant brand in the truck series. Um, KBM is switching to Chevrolet, though. That was announced. Uh, another thing we missed in the, the last week when we missed our episode is the announcement. I thought it was going to be a Ford. The worst cup kept secret in that. I thought, I well, I didn't think he was going to be a Ford, but I certainly hoped. I mean, we were in the we were in the ring boxing, uh, but, but we got outbid. I'm not sure exactly what the story is there, and even if I knew it, I wouldn't say it on this podcast. Um, but yeah, so KBM, uh, Kyle Busch goes to RCR for next year. KBM will obviously be a Chevrolet affiliate team. So there'll be a little bit more bow tie representation in the truck series next year. Uh, I think there's, what, two two Fords, three Fords? Uh, you've got Front Row Motorsports with a 38 and maybe 36. Sure, sounds good. Well, you got Zane Smith, and that's the that's the competitive Ford truck in the field. Haley uh, Deegan. Yeah, well, she's DGR. Um, Tyler Gray. That's when that's also DGR. Yep, David Gilliland. Tanner Racing. Gray. Also, da- David Gilliland Racing. And that's it. Yeah, so you've got two. You've got one front row motorsports entry and three DGR entries, which. Are, I mean, they're not awful rides. They're not non-competitive rides. Whenever Ryan Priest runs the truck series, he runs that DGR truck usually inside the top five. So 
I mean, Ford's not absent, but it, it certainly appears as though the, that Ford is not interested in the pipeline going through the truck series. That's for sure. I wonder why that is. I wonder why they've never really pumped any resources or money in, into the truck series. It's a, that's an entertaining series. Yeah, they, they had a chance to get KBM. Um, they, I know for a fact, I'll say this on the podcast. KBM representatives and Ford representatives sat down at the table together and they had a discussion. And obviously they didn't come to a deal because, you know, we can see that in the results. But they certainly had the discussion. But yeah, I don't know. Ford's, they, they weren't funding Brad Keselowski racing to the point where he thought it was worth it because that was kind of their Ford's funnel. We've seen Tyler Reddick and uh, Austin Sendrick and Chase Briscoe all come up through Brad Keselowski's Ford team. And, and that's gone. The only Ford development driver, I think, is Haley Deegan at this point. Um, and, and certainly she's going to move up. Spoiler alert. I think that's not a very well-kept secret either. I didn't know that. Uh, well, I mean, she's got Ford money and monster money. She's going to be pushed through because of who she is and, and her celebrity uh, celebrity status. I, no, I think that's, I think that's I mean, right. I mean, she's a... She's one of the lone women in, in a massive motorsports brand. I mean, it's it's not it's not saying she doesn't deserve there to be there because she does, but it's not like she's not a celebrity for being there just because of she's the only female in the in the field, you know? See her in the Xfinity series sooner than later. Um, maybe even full time next season. Stuart Haas racing is the likely destination because we are the really the only Ford Xfinity team. You've got Ryan Sieg racing but out of Tucker, Georgia, but they buy all of their cars from us. Like, I built a Ryan Sieg car earlier this year because they contract their fab work through us. So we send them basically roller chassis that they put an engine in and send to the track. Um, we, so just using basic common sense, one plus one is two, I expect Haley Deegan's probably a Stuart Haas Xfinity driver next year with Riley Herbst, which will be, you know, obviously Ty Gibbs is moving up, so you'll still have two monster cars on track next year. So this year it's Gibbs and Herbst that both have the black monster cars, and obviously Haley has monster. I'm not sure how that'll work, but anyways, another tangent. Hey, you don't you don't know Ty Gibbs is moving up. You might, might Steve might stay in Xfinity series. I guess that's and... true. They they have not announced that uh, Ty Gibbs is moving <laughs> up. I I definitely didn't call that in. May. Oh <laughs> man! When the when the season began. <laughs> yeah, I I I said on this podcast that Noah Gregson and Ty Gibbs would be in the Cup Series next year, no doubt about it. And I don't know what episode that was on, but it was said. I said it. It was early. It was very early. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and obviously Gregson's already announced his deal in the forty-two, which is an RCR affiliate. Uh, uh, well, the RCR Motor, I believe. Um, with Petty and GMS, that may be a Hendrick motor. Anyways, not important. I don't know. Anyway, uh, he's so already got his deal. And, after uh, after the Truck Series race at Bristol, Ty Majeski, Chandler Smith, Zane Smith, Stuart Friesen, and John Hunter Nemechek are your top ten. The top four advance to the last round, whenever that is, for the trucks. I don't know. We'll get there when we get there. It, yeah. Who cares? It's, Dude, these the playoffs are so stupid. But uh, every, everybody's heard us complain. Google it. 
<laughs> I, I just don't care. I just, yeah. We don't want to explain it. It's stupid. We hate it. We'd rather explain why it's stupid and we hate it than explain why it exists and how it exists and how it works. We would rather well, sit honestly, here and tell you how dumb it is. Honestly, I just, it takes too much of my own effort to, to care about my own play, like the Cup Series playoff. Like, I, it is a never ending mathematical cycle of what if this happens and what if this happens and what if this happens and what if all these things happen? How does it affect my playoff hopes? Which, spoiler alert, are circling the drain as we speak. Yeah, it's not great. It's not, not great. great. It's not great. Uh, but you know what? That's that's life. That's this is what NASCAR won. This, this is the. Uh, <laughs> they wanted the game seven, it, baby. It's dramatic. It's dramatic. <laughs> Whether or not it's legitimate, irrelevant. It's dramatic. <laughs> In the Xfinity Series at Bristol, Noah Gragson takes the win from Brandon Jones, Austin Hill, Sam Mayer, and Riley Herbst who finishes in fifth. Uh, Ty Gibbs had a really strong car until he was put into the wall. It kind of saw uh, his day go out the window. Uh, pretty good ra- pretty good racing. Uh, all right. Just had Alexa come on and tell me that we have a, a weather advisory. There is no rain in the area. I'm not sure what in the world Alexa is. No clue. You no may clue. want to check on that. Alexa, Alexa thinks we are having a weather advisory. It's beautiful outside. There's, there's no clouds at all. But uh, uh, was it was it Gregson? I think it was Gregson. It yeah. was Noah Gregson. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, old old Noah Gregson. Luckily, they haven't had any run-ins in the past or anything. Um, you know, no no rivalry there, no punches thrown or anything like that. Now in that same, I forget who it was, but somebody they were running the low line, and Gregson got into the back of Ty Gibbs. Ty Gibbs went up the track and took out the car running the top line. I forget who that was. If it was an important person, sorry. <laughs> I don't remember who it was either. And uh, oh, who's the? I, I do remember the only other thing I remember from that race was one of the younger guys. He's not. All I remember was he was 19 years old, and he's a he's a name that I would know if they said it again. I forget who it was. Uh, forced a three wide going into one and two, and I, it ended how you Sam expected Mayer. it. Sam yes. Mayer. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was John's yeah. brother. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, forced a forced a three wide and put him and a couple other people into the wall, and I believe he put one of the guys in the wall that was battling to get into the playoffs, um, and that that knocked him out of the playoffs. Uh, Sam uh, Mayor Humdinger got in over him. So. Yeah, and well, Ryan Sieg got in, uh, right? And they told Ryan Sieg that after whoever got taken out, I, I'll, I forget who that battle was all between. Um, but yeah, you're exactly right that that accident caused trouble for somebody who was going to get was in position to make the playoffs. Uh, was it Sheldon Creed? I honestly can't remember. I don't remember. Um, I, I think it was. That race I, happened on Saturday. What? No, Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing. I had it on, but I don't. It was. On Friday night, you were probably listening to Hometown Sports Media, you know, Carroll County Game of the Week. That's what it was. That's what it was. Boom. There it is. Right there. That's what you were doing. That was the distraction. Um, But yeah, I'm pretty sure it was was Sheldon Creed, which is Apollo's son. Yeah. I think that was the one. Yeah. Adonis' little brother. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, yes. The less success. His boxing career didn't work out. So, so many famous people in Xfinity yeah. Series. It's it's yeah. crazy, man. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, Noah Gregson does come away with a win. Noah Gregson leads the playoffs. Uh, Ty Gibbs is in second. Justin Allgaier is in third. Uh, Mayor Humdinger from Paw Patrol is in fourth. And Josh Dingleberry is in fifth right now. And that was that was the last regular season race, right? So this yes. next one will be playoffs. AJ Allmendinger is your regular season champion. I have no idea how he's not the number one seed in the playoffs. That doesn't make any sense to me. I also don't care. So Ty Gibbs and uh, what's his name, Noah Gregson, are clearly the two best cars. Somehow AJ Allmendinger wins the regular season championship. Um, the the final four will come down to any combination of uh, Ty Gibbs. Noah Gregson and, and two people who don't matter, and uh, that'll that'll be that. So it's cool. it's going to be Gregson Gibbs, Mayor Humdinger from Paw Patrol, and uh, Josh Josh Dingleberry will be the uh, four people it comes down to. Ty Gibbs probably coming away with that win because he's a good racer, man. He's a, he's a really good racer. Very talented. Yeah, Daddy's yeah. money or not, or I should say, Granddad's money or not. Yeah, but uh, he no doubt no doubt the talent is there. Yeah, I mean, it's just like Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott's had the best equipment in his entire life, but the dude is insanely talented. To, I mean, it helps when you get both ends of the spectrum. Yep. Um, I, I mean, but, I equate them to like Max Verstappen. I mean, he's had Yas his whole career, yep, and yep. He, he's he's gotten he's gotten chances because of his name. But he's a great racer. I mean, he is. Even if he didn't have the last name Verstappen, he still probably would have made it to F one. Like he's still, you know, an amazing racer on his own right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, moving on to the Cup Series, um, if my uh, browser loads here, we're just going to sit here and watch it. There we go. Love AT&T Internet. It's fantastic. AT&T, if you want to sponsor us, feel free. Chris Boosh leads 169 of the 500 laps at Bristol to take home the win in the playoffs, which he is not a part of. So I think every single race in the playoffs so far has been won by somebody who is not in the playoffs, I think. That is that is also correct. Three races in, all three new winners for the season. Gotta Are love they, it. Who won? The, oh, yeah, all three new winners for the season. No. Yeah. Yeah, Bubba Wallace yeah. had not won yet. Yep, yep. that's correct. It, Bubba Wallace, Eric Jones, and Chris Boosh. Er. Yeah, uh, all three guys yeah. not in the playoffs. Crazy. That's, that, that's hilarious, dude. Like, mm-hmm. you would think... the I, I, I'm honestly shocked that NASCAR is allowing that. Like... That they are, they're allowing non-playoff winning or non-playoff participant drivers to win races. You know what I mean? Well, um, I, <laughs> I don't know how they would prevent it, but um, it is. Oh, they it is, find a way. It is strange. They, say the least. They would. They would find a way. Uh, Boucher makes a late two-tire stop late as he holds on for his first official victory of RFK Racing and the 19th different winner of the 2022 season. Something that struck me as very odd watching this uh, Bristol race. This was the first time the new gen cars, whatever they're called, uh, were at Bristol on the new cement. Um, they've been there before in on the dirt, but this is the first time those new cars were there. The amount of cut tires and down tires that I saw, like it was like every 15 to 20 laps, someone's tire went down. And I don't I don't ever remember that being an issue at Bristol. Maybe maybe I just I'm misremembering, but I feel like that hasn't been a major issue at previous Bristol races. 
that we saw we saw a lot of power steering issues to, on the Toyotas. A lot of, yep, and we saw yeah. a lot of tire issues on the Fords. Um, <clears throat> my team did not have any tire issues. That seemed to be uh, other guys' problem. And it mostly seems like it stemmed from the, the lack of knowledge of, about the, the load um, that the car, the suspension geometry is going to take and that the wheel, um, the steering wheel, the input of the steering wheel is going to, because a bunch of, it was a bunch of pop seals, uh, which basically just means too much internal pressure uh, in those power steering units. So uh, crazy to see, but it's not, I, I know Truex said, um, he alluded to Kevin Harvick's comment about crappy parts. Uh, I, it really, I think it just comes down to the teams didn't know what to expect and they took stuff that wasn't ready for the amount of uh, uh, motor speedway was going to present. <laughs> uh, and it was a bad weekend for any Cup Series driver that was affiliated with RCR uh, as past driver Kevin Harvick Current drivers Tyler Reddick and Austin Dillon and future RCR driver Kyle Busch are the first four drivers eliminated from the 2022 playoffs. So congratulations to those four guys for, for being eliminated. Good job. Good job, fellas. Great. If, you had, if you had Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick out in the first round on your bingo card, you, <laughs> I want you to go play the lottery tonight and give and make sure that, that I'm, uh, I get some some – sympathy coming my way uh yeah that is a curious isn't it that every driver eliminated in the first round has some sort of affiliation with rcr whether it be past present or future i i think i had i think i had reddick getting knocked out cindric briscoe and suarez we did a guarantee we did one guarantee out and one guarantee through yeah, and I'm trying to remember. I was gonna go back today and see what we said. I want to say I said Austin Cendrick guarantee out, which he advanced, and I said Denny. I think I said Denny Hamlin guaranteed through, and he did advance. He, as yeah, well. I I think I went cheap on the guarantee through. I think I either went Kyle Larson or Chase Elliott. I think I took a cheap pick, uh, and then I want to say my now, guarantee out. I know who this was, so see what what you remember. Was it Chase Briscoe? Yeah. 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 And he Chase, made it through. Chase Briscoe was your guaranteed out. So. Yeah. And and he made it through. So shows how much I know. I'm a lot better at well, betting on football. <laughs> well, let's be honest. I mean, Chase Briscoe, there's a lot of drive. Like Austin Cindric and Chase Briscoe made it to the next round by not having the problems that Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch had. Kyle Busch had two blown motors in three weeks. Uh, one while he was leading the race. There was like 19 laps to go at Darlington, and Kyle Busch is the leader of the race. He automatically advances himself in the next round. Let me tell you something. Eric Jones was not faster than Kyle Busch. Eric Jones won that race because the two Gibbs cars in front of him both had troubles in the waning laps of the race. Uh, Kyle Busch probably holds on to win that race without much competition if his motor doesn't fail. So could and that advances him. Instead, motor blows up last week or two weeks ago. I don't remember what happened last week. I mean, I think he just had a decent week, um, non-competitive but decent. And then this week, uh, he loses another engine curiously, 
and that's it. That's his season gone. Um, same for Kevin Harvick. Came Kevin Harvick running inside the top ten at Darlington, solidly in the in the playoff standings. Spontaneously combust, car catches on fire um, for absolutely no reason whatsoever at all. Uh, nothing he did wrong. Nothing he could do about that situation, or any of us could do about that situation. Uh, and they said, you know, it's fine. We can afford to have a bad race. We just can't afford to have two bad races. Fast forward one more week to Kansas, and he's in the wall on lap 30 uh, because Bubba Wallace and Ross Chastain come up the track, chop his nose off, disrupt the air on that car, and it steps out on him. And, I mean, whether it's his fault or not, he lost control of the car when it, that did that. You okay there? There was some serious light changing. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Every All my... <laughs> All my screens you're, just turned off by themselves. You're you're still with us, but you sure that, didn't. Uh, that was like really weird. <laughs> I don't know what happened. All my screens just turned off. My computer was still running. It like it put itself asleep while I was in the middle of doing something. I've never had that happen to me on my computer. That was okay. That's a first. That's a first. The <laughs> weather the weather notification didn't do it. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. It was that yeah. freak rainstorm that dropped one drop of water on my front lawn. That's what it was. <laughs> uh. But anyway, um, um, yeah, so two bad races for Kevin Harvick, two bad races for Kyle Busch, and that's their season in a, in a wrap. Two legitimate championship contenders gone in the first round uh, over really no doing of either of their spot. Yeah. So round, round of 12 we're moving into now. Let's go ahead and look at predictions for what we think is going to happen. So let's do the same thing we did with the round of 16. Give me one guy that you think is going to advance and one guy who you're going to guarantee will not advance. A little bit harder, and this will get a little bit harder every time. (laughs) Right now, I'm going to stick with the low-hanging fruit and say Denny Hamlin is my guarantee to advance. I, I think that car is headed straight for the Final Four, assuming... It doesn't spontaneously combust or lose a motor or you know, anything like that. Guaranteed um, out for this round. Let's see that are in the twelve that are in. Uh, what you want? The, you want the twelve that are in right now that made it? Um, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, Ross Chastain, Kyle Larson, William Byron, Denny Hamlin, Christopher Bell, Ryan Blaney, Chase Briscoe, Alex Bowman, Daniel Suarez. And Austin Sindrick are your uh, are your twelve that are in the playoffs. Really obvious outs in this, but four drivers have to be eliminated. So I'm going to leave the three low hanging fruit for you, and okay. I'm going to give you the surprise maybe that that is fast enough to get out of this round, but will not. Okay. And that is the driver of the number one uh, Chevrolet, Ross Chastain, does Ooh. not advance and. He, he's not going to win. There's a, a lot in this round, and I'll, after we you give your predictions, we can talk about the, the chaos that is this round. But uh, the Roval is a good time to pay somebody back if you owe them one. And a lot of drivers in the field have a debt to settle with that man. He, he may have a rough, rough afternoon in Charlotte. Um, so that is my guaranteed to not advance. So Denny Hamlin guaranteed advance. Ross Chastain guaranteed out. Go for it. All right, so I'm going to go guaranteed to advance. Give me William Byron in the number 24 Chevy. Why? And I don't know. I, I, okay. 
No, right. no reason. No reason behind All that right. one. Uh, and the guarantee to so not honestly, advance. That's like one of the safest bets is just like just throw a dart at and whatever yeah. happens. It's really all random it. anyway. Like it's... And I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, the the guy that's gonna get a, a one of the four that gets eliminated in this round. Ryan Blaney. I'm gonna take Ryan Blaney to get eliminated because he's had he's had pretty bad luck all year. If you had reversed your 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 guarantees, I think most people would have not been surprised. If you said Ryan Blaney guaranteed to advance and William Byron guaranteed out, I think that would have been pretty socially acceptable. <laughs> so, so you just went completely against the grain there. Yeah, you know, but, I went hey, complete look, wild card. I'm here for it. We're going to write these down. I'm going to put a note in my phone this time. So when, <laughs> whenever the next round of however many idiots advance this time and we're going to come back and do this again we go to eight um, round of eight what all what all races are in this next step it's texas roval and what else this week texas okay, okay. mile and a half cookie cutter right can't pass. it will be follow the leader tire no tire fall off it'll be track position all day long uh, and it'll be a wild finish because you won't be able to pass the leader. So there'll be a lot of pit roads. Uh, maybe it's like a two-tire stop that going on that uh, you can't you can't uh, predict. What you gotta have if you want to automatically advance. Because next week we go to Talladega, and we will destroy every car in the field, and you just hope to survive. That'll be the one where you know we could either see our twentieth winner of the season or we could see the first random guy advance automatically to the next round um and then following that is the roval at charlotte which is a road course so in this round you have a cookie cutter mile and a half that you cannot pass at a talladega super speedway which is i mean that is the stuff of nightmares if you're racing for a championship because you control nothing about your own destiny there and the Roval, which is an extremely challenging, odd racetrack in itself, just because it, it, you don't know what it's going to present. It's not necessarily challenging in its uh, difficulty to master, but, but certainly the amount of strategy and stuff going on in a, a road course race will be something to keep an eye on. This is, if you are serious about winning a championship, getting through this round is going to keep you up at night yeah this roval i'm looking at the roval now i forgot how cool this was i've raced it so many times in i racing I, I i love this i love this roval course it's pretty cool 2 p.m i wonder how much tickets are that roval do i have anything to do that weekend let me see if i have anything to do that weekend that was kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's look over the the schedule for this weekend at texas uh where is it oh no go back clicking the wrong dang thing so Saturday, the Xfinity Series has practiced on USA at 10.35, qualifying at 11.05. Then the Cup Series has practiced at 12.35, uh, then qualifying at 1.20. And then at 3.30 on Saturday is the Andy Fu Andy's Frozen Custard 300, big advertiser there. Uh, all of those on USA on Saturday. Literally do a TM5's Track Talk 300 from mid ohio or something like, <laughs> it would be a bad, bad idea if andy's frozen custard can sponsor our nascar race we we make and work something out no i'm wondering who the hell is andy's frozen custard like is that even a big brand andy's frozen custard right. from 
Orange from Orange Beach, Missouri. Headquarters are in Springfield, Missouri. Privately held company. At revenue, re- in Texas. Revenue of sixty-eight million dollars. I mean, that's we have them in Atlanta. There's an Andy's frozen custards in Atlanta. What? Had shy of sixty-eight mil revenue, so we'll 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 work on those numbers. Hey, there's one up near you. There's one. Uh, where's this at? <laughs> uh, where's this at? Concord. There's one in Concord, North Carolina. Yeah, I don't work too far from there. I work in Kannapolis, right next to. Yeah. Yeah, on eight eight three five Christenbury Parkway in Concord, North Carolina. Well, look at there. There's also one in Cornelius, North Carolina. They are all over. On the Christenbury Parkway. <laughs> I, there, there's like six in Georgia. I didn't know that. Oh, well, that's pretty neat. Anyway, uh, and then on Sunday, the big boys, the Cup Series, they go off at three thirty in the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive Five Hundred. I wish we could have added more adjectives into the race name, but unfortunately. Uh, we ran out of texts. So, Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500 on USA at 3.30. One more time. The Auto Park what? The Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500 on yeah. USA at 3.30. All right. All right. Yeah. The, the give, me, give me your predictions this week for the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500 on the Xfinity Series, or excuse me, the Cup Series at 3.30. I'm going to not go very far out on the limb here. I'm going to take Kevin Harvick, and I'll tell you why real quick. Uh, that car was FAF at Kansas. I mean, that dude went from 14th to the top three in 15, 20 laps. Uh, if we have anything close to that amount of speed at Texas, I've seen this movie before. I know how it goes. That man is pissed off at the world right now. And it would not be, I wouldn't be surprised to see Kevin Harvick win five races between now and the championship just to prove a point. Just, That'd be just, awesome. Just to let the world, just as a giant middle finger to everything. Because um, a championship was legitimately in the cards, I think. And uh, it was taken out of his hands by through no fault of his own. So I, I think Kevin Harvick is the one to watch. He's won a lot of races in Texas. He. Hasn't won there since 19. He was the leader in 20 when the NASCAR let us race in the rain. And he was the first one into the corner. So he was the first one that found the wet track and first one to find the wall. Uh, but he's he's always been fast in Texas. And uh, he's, I, I don't know. I like our chances this weekend. Better than most. I am going to take Daniel Suarez to win this weekend. Uh, I think he did good back at Texas in like the middle of the summer. Um, so yeah, Texas. Do what? I don't. Know. We had the All Star race in Texas. And it was the it was the unanimously decided worst race in NASCAR history. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I, I nobody think, did. Yeah. Except they had the the Ryan Blaney window net thing where they they called the caution when he was like a hundred feet from the finish line. Oh, that was and the All Star race. He dropped. Yeah, that was the All Star race in Texas. It was. Oh. I'm glad you wiped it from your memory. I'm sorry to have to bring that back up. It was the worst race in NASCAR history. This one will be too. They should burn Texas and Atlanta to the ground. I'm and I'm I'm on, I'm on I'm on that yeah I'm I on that train. I would rather watch a race in the Walmart parking lot than Texas or Atlanta ever again in my life. Um, Walmart parking lot, you say? So yeah. you were a fan of the F1 in Miami. 
The fake water was for me, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so so this weekend, uh, Xfinity and Cup Series out of Texas. Yeah, those cookie cutter tracks, man, they just don't do it for me anymore. Just not, not great, man. You got anything else to add tonight before we hop off here? apologize to our listeners i know we haven't been real consistent lately i think we've missed two of the last four um weeks for those who don't know bryce uh calls football games uh during high school football season which we're we're in now so he's doing a lot that's a paying job like that's that not on top on top of his actual job he makes money doing that. We don't make money. This isn't our job. So we try to make whatever free time we have to do this podcast just because we like talking about racing with each other. And whoever, you know, wants to listen, that's fantastic and, and write in or, or contribute in any way. But uh, last Or week, tell us how stupid we are. That works that's too. That's fine too. Yeah. 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 Look, like I, know, I know I'm biased. I work in the sport. So if you want to tell me off about how Chase Elliott is the god of NASCAR and the future better than future goat better than Dale Earnhardt. I'm all ears. Um, no, I will fight somebody if they say that. And I will. Uh, there are them's fighting words. You haven't talked to many Chase Elliott fans. They are a, they are a rabid bunch. They, they're <laughs> to like be fair, I don't really talk to many people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's pretty hard to get worse it, than those guys. It, it is, but they already have a championship too. So, I mean, it is, it is, it is Chase or nobody. Uh, he can do no. They, he can do no wrong. Everybody else is wrong, despite when he causes all the problems by racing them like an idiot or throws a temper tantrum on the track. It's it's the other driver's fault for not taking his helmet off or something. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, not that I feel any type of way uh, about anything of Chase Elliott's history, but that wasn't crystal clear at all or anything. Yeah. So anyway, I for real though, like just we're. Well, I think we got seven races left. I think we're going to get them all in. We're going to make a considerable effort on Tuesday nights to record at 9 p.m. Uh, as best we can do that. So we'll try to get the rest of the season in for you guys without missing any episodes. But just understand that these are our real lives. Like last week, I had to work till almost 8 o'clock one night on a super top secret project. And I like, there's nothing I could do about that. It had to be... It, it was a, it was important. It was not something that you could just not do. Is uh, Stuart Haas going to the moon? I mean, it's, it's no. Y'all going to Mars? It, I mean, we were we were helping out a driver who is not currently employed with Stuart Haas Racing, but needed some fabrication work done. And so that particular individual was in the building and we had to do it after work hours so that Twitter didn't get a hold of it because... <laughs> Once it's on Twitter, it, this is the kind of news that would have been on Twitter. So oh, it, it okay, was, I'm putting together now. I know exactly what happened. Nikita Mazepin came in and needed some body work done. That's what it was, him, wasn't it? Him and Haas are real close right now. <laughs> uh, no, it, but it was. I mean, that's what it was. There's there was a driver who who needed some work on a seat done, and and because we have we have a guy named Shannon Keys who does our seats, and I kind of help him out. Uh, he's from Georgia, yeah. by the way. By the way, shout out Shannon shout out. He's from Georgia. Shout out is, is the best seat guy in all of NASCAR. So what part of Georgia is he from? Do you know? I want to say Griffin, but I know that's not right. That's that's the town that I 
I think he's from the other side of Atlanta, the the east side of Atlanta. I know. Gross. Yeah, because he makes fun of me from being from the Alabama side. There's an uh, east side of Atlanta. Gross. That's what, he, that's what he refers to as is from the Alabama. I'm from the Alabama side of Georgia. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, so I know he's not side. from Griffin. I know he's not from Griffin because that's our side. Um, <laughs> but but anyway, so Shannon is the best seat guy in all of NASCAR, seat fabricator, and I help him out. And there was a driver who needed some seat work done, so they came in um, to, to, to do a fitting and all the measurements and stuff. And so I had to work late with Shannon that night because he asked for my help. But we had to do it after gotta, hours. When Got to get that inseam measured and all, yeah, everything well, for the seat. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea how much goes into a driver. I mean, think about it, though. For real, it's serious. being serious for just a second. That, you have, that is what keeps a driver alive. Like, that seat is the most important part uh, of the entire race car for the safety of that driver. And so That's there how was I describe a, my beer. It's the most important there, part yeah. of my entire refrigerator. Because it keeps me alive. Part of your night, uh, but yeah. No, but you're so. you're right, dude. Like it's every single. I'm assuming NASCAR is the exact same way. I know F1 and IndyCar are like this. Every single driver has a specialty made seat just for them because I mean they're in it for four or five hours possibly a day, and like you said, it keeps them safe and, and safe. Yep. Yeah. And, and yeah. it is a. It, I mean, it is a, and they're all particular. You know they. They want to move three degrees to the left or three degrees to the right or lean forward three degrees. I mean, and, and all that requires basically a seat build from the ground up. So there was a driver who needed some seat work done. They came in, me and Shannon and two other people were there. We're the only people in the entire building. Um, and and it just, that's why we didn't get to record last week because that came up and there was nothing I could do about it. And you have football stuff. And so, I mean, we have real lives and I apologize because this is something we like to do, especially for our committed listeners that, that look forward to this show every week. Um, like my but, mom. Yeah. I heard she's a real big fan of big, just big racing, racing in fan. general. Yeah. Big, big racing fan. Everything racing. Do it. Big fan. Do it. Do it for Dale. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so no, we're, we're going to get this in for the rest of the year as, as best we can. We obviously, we can't promise anything not our job but but we're trying and and thanks for everybody's patience and anybody who listens at all hey can you and shannon make me a custom seat and i can make like a like a uh, office chair out of it that'd be that'd be pretty sick like how much how much would that run a couple thousand dollars you think thousand dollars yes how much they are not cheap they yeah. are not cheap they're the carbon fiber right they're made out of carbon fiber carbon fiber but then there's a molding to your exact body that fits inside the carbon fiber shell. And oh, so we have to cast that molding, just like you see, you know, people sit in the goo. Basically, they sit in trash bags of goo that dry to the shape of their body. And Sounds like college. That to the <laughs> trash bags of goo. All right, it's time to shut the show down. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, we're both pretty good on the Sam Adams and it's like a 1030. So. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's an ex- hugely expensive process to create seats for these drivers, but it's also nothing is more important either. So That might be my birthday present to myself next year. I might get myself a seat fabricated from Stuart Haas Racing as my new office chair. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be, that'd be pretty, 
Hamilton. You can just use Lewis Hamilton. You and Lewis Hamilton are about the same size, right? Sort of. Yeah. 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 Pretty much Lewis, identical. Yeah. The, yeah. So Lewis Hamilton's or seat are are still upstairs. Um, so I'll just go get those and we'll start there and see where we yeah. go. We'll, we'll have, have to old... move the seat back considerably for you, but... Do you have any old Dale Jarrett seat inserts? I think Dale Jarrett and I are about the same size people. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Plus, I don't even know if they had seat inserts back then. Dale Jarrett raced in the dark ages when it was in the 19 late 80s. Whatever they put in his car. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, here's, we're going to bolt this lazy boy to the floor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun. (laughs) It's extremely unsafe, but it's worth two mile an hour. Yeah, you'll be a lot faster. It'll be streamlined. We're also going to remove these seatbelts. They weigh too much. Uh, You'll be, just hold on real tight if you hit the wall. You'll be fine. All right, man, let's get out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will be back next week, break down all the Xfinity action, all the Cup Series action, uh, and look forward to the F1 race in Singapore. But until then, we will see you all next week. Same time, same place.